Yeah, yeah, what is good? You already know what it is, man. You know them vibes, man. J Street Vibes here on the Be Her platform. It's your man's Kenny Caraway. And it's Jason Jones checking in. Much more, uh, I'm not under the influence on this podcast, you know? (laughs) Well, look, Jay, I wanted to address that because I have people hitting me up thinking that me and you really have beef because of that. I said, we don't have beef. He just has has a poor taste of team. There's nothing I could do about that, but he's a great guy. That's my guy right there. Yeah, you know, So no beef, no beef. It's all sports (laughs) They like, oh, man, they don't like each other, man. They, 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 yo, they, they, they got, you know. Nah, I, I, I'm too old to be. I can't fight. I can't be mad at somebody over a team I get no money from. It, that's the whole thing. I, I I love it. I'm passionate about it, but I don't see a dime from this. So there's not, there's nothing have, for me to be that upset about. I have. I, I kid you not. The first time I ever shed a tear related to sports was this year with Kobe. Before that, was that, a tough one. that was I, life, though. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like when the my teams lose, I've never once been like, I've never, I've never lost in. Put it this way, I've never lost an ounce of sleep over Clayton Kershaw. Oh, jeez, I've never was, lost, I've never uh, lost an ounce of sleep over the Oakland, Vegas, L.A., Compton Raiders, Lakers, <laughs> Cal football, <laughs> Cal basketball, Long Beach Poly, you know, yeah, Newcomb Middle no. School, none of them. I, I ain't gonna, I didn't lose an ounce of sleep, but. Then three years with Harbaugh, that was tough. And then last year's Super Bowl was pretty tough. Those, those were pretty goddamn tough. I'd rather get blown out than to lose the way they've had they've lost the last. And I tell times. people that all the time. I say I'd rather get blown out. I, I'd rather I'd rather go home knowing I never had a chance. Yeah, like the Kings. Right. I don't cry over the Kings because they're it's, they're, it's like, always, they're like, always nowhere near anything. So. You miss the playoffs by ten games. Oh well, damn it. You know, like you go to the bubble and just play like shit and start. It's like okay, there go my dreams. Facts. I, I never lose any sleep over the Kings. But uh, but uh, yeah, everybody who's who wondered, me and Jason are just fine. He just has a very poor taste of sports teams. That's that that's I don't hold that against him. And Kenny likes to wear Halloween colors <laughs> in year round and you know, likes to whine about you know bang, about bang. his Well yeah. look, we're definitely hurt. Come on now. Me and you pune, are about to go pune, out there. Niner crew. Me, me and you are about to go out there. Me, you and Rob about to go out there and be wide receiver and quarterback. Come on, man. Uh, I don't want to hear that. That was the deepest team in the NFL. Sam, that's not these people aren't weren't even on the roster. You keep saying that they weren't even on the roster. I'm not gonna let that. I don't care that that's I, I got I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm like, hold up, where's their depth? Where's their depth? If you we know, make the playoffs, if we make the playoffs, then you're gonna see the depth. They ain't gonna the, make the, it, so it don't matter. Well, we'll see. Hopefully NFL gives us that eighth playoff team too. Oh yeah, but still, you know, <laughs> even then you 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 believe in what is it, CJ Beathard, Nick no, Nick Nick, no. Nick but Nick Mullins or whoever it was. I mean, yeah, no, my no, god, no. I turned that game on like Dude, who the hell are these people? Poor guys. Like I said, a bunch of fringe NFL players out there. Poor guys. But you guys did not come in for more 49ers, Giants, Dodgers, Raiders talk. You came Raiders because, 5 and 3. 5 and okay, 3. Well, let's relax. Rob told you to put that in there. No, Nobody needs to hear that nonsense. Cut that okay. out, Rob. Um, <laughs> but, uh, man, the NBA's back, Jason. It is back. It is back a lot sooner than anybody expected. It's official. We're doing this on a Monday night. Um, Shams, Woj, everybody has just reported this. The deal is done. The NBA is coming back on December twenty second. Let's go. Yeah, I mean about that money. You know, 
Yeah. <laughs> had to get the bag, bro. They you you to got to. Bag. You got to get that. You know, you can't make these TV folks mad and lose that money. Then that what happened is down the road, those TV contracts go down. Mm-hmm. Play, you know, revenue goes down. Cap goes down. Player contracts go down. So, so you know I, what? You know, that means, you know what? Maybe Jimmy Butler gets to just chill. You know, maybe he load manages the first 10 games. Who knows? I mean, yeah. I still got that image of Jimmy Butler hunting, like leaning over in game five, looking like all my <laughs> looking, life I had to fight. <laughs> looking, like, uh, looking like the meme of the, the, the girl who was at Popeye's when they were uh, letting the chicken sandwiches. <laughs> That's how Jimmy was looking, just bit over and tired, right? But yeah. um, as much as like, they had to go get that bag and things of that nature. Do you tell me if I'm wrong on this? I heard where basically if the if the players didn't agree to this, it would open up the door for the owners to basically rip up the CBA and come up with a whole new one that probably wouldn't have been as favorable to the to to the players. So the players kind of like the deal that they have right now. They like the way everything's going for the most part. They said, you know what? Let's just let's do this. Because in the long term, let's keep the deal where it's at. Is that kind of what you're seeing, what you're hearing as well? Yeah, that's the reason why you had the bubble. You know, you you said, you know what, we got to get these games, this number of games up. We can't risk losing that TV contract money. And the same with this. Like I said, you know, you go down too too many games, you you have to redo TV deals. Mm. That changes everything for everyone. You know, that yeah. affects players. You know, everyone's salary. So. I think, you know, you'll see teams manage this best you can. Some teams will, you know, some teams haven't played since March. And that was another factor. I was talking to someone about that as well. They were like, if you if you go to January, you're looking at the Warriors, Timberwolves, Knicks. I mean, outside of the Warriors, people don't care about those teams probably. But Well, I care about the Knicks. Relax. Oh, again, no one cares about the Knicks. <laughs> but <laughs> they haven't played in almost a year. <laughs> so do you really want those teams to wait a year to play basketball again? Yeah, that would be yeah. crazy. And then, yeah, think about like if, you know, er- earlier they were like, well, uh, you know, maybe we might not start until February, March. Like, that would be crazy. Like, number one, money-wise. And then basketball-wise, like you said, those teams you just mentioned, they have to wait 11, 12 months before they could play basketball again. Like, Janu- January is a stretch. And like, anything past that, I think, was a no-go. But mm-hmm. look at this NBA calendar right here, Jason. Look at what we're in store for. November 18th, the NBA draft. Two days later, on the 20th, Free agency starts at 6 p.m. On the 22nd, free agent signings can begin. December 1st, training camps open. And December 22nd, opening night. That's If my math serves correct, once the NBA starts, like with, with the draft and all that, it's less than a month before we start playing. That's that's a crazy timeline. Crazy. Yeah, yeah but good thing is these GMs and agents and everybody been making deals already. Um, <laughs> what did uh what did uh what what they say and he got game when he said you're not letting me in on the deal he said what deal he said the deal that's about to go down all right they already got the deals that's about to go down in the yeah NBA guys right yeah I mean <laughs> it'd be that thing you know when free agency starts at you know 6 p.m. Eastern 6:01 blah 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 has agreed you know 6:01 Anthony Davis has agreed to a to a max deal with the Lakers 6:01 maybe you hear Giannis has agreed to his extension you know 6 so two, De'Aaron Fox agrees to his. You know, come yeah, on, we yeah. we know this is not. You know, there, no one's sat around since. You know, if you're the king, since August, not doing anything. Right, right. Now let me ask you about this one too, though. The free agency they already got that started. They're talking about 
possibly, I think I saw somewhere where possibly at the end of the week, they'll lift the moratorium for trades and things of that nature. Do you think the same thing's going on with the trades? Where like, basically if they say Friday, you can, you can trade, like things are going to happen like that. Like people are already talking deals are damn near already made or did yeah. they have to kind of wait for this, the salary cap? No deals are done. I mean, they had an idea. I mean, if this, when you get to this point of the negotiation between the league and the players association, you, you have an idea what the parameters are probably going to be. And if, you, if it's going to be a 72 game schedule, you figure the cap is not going to be affected that much. It's not going to be a drastic cut as if you had a 50 game schedule, for, you know, for example. Mm-hmm. So I think every you know those these guys have been talking you know guys have an idea what they want to do and like in some cases with the capitals it wasn't it's, it's not so much about like say you're an Anthony Davis or a guy you know one of the max guys who'll be out there there aren't a lot this, this class right. you know but you know say you're Anthony Davis it's not a you, you're getting the max deal it's just a matter of what the cap is to decide what the final number is going to be you know mm-hmm. how much you know you're getting whatever thirty five percent of what. That's all they're waiting on. It's not like you're. It's not like the Lakers are going to be like you know what, the cap is one hundred nine. Ad, we got to take a year off of that and mm-hmm. give you ten. You know he's getting the max. So I, I think from you know, it, 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 uh, where it hurts maybe or it puts guys in limbo that are those middle of the road guys, and mm-hmm. it, it, it maybe hurts restricted free agents like Bogdanovich just because, you know, the, there may not be as much. There's not that much money out there this year, even in a regular year. Right. You know, I know right. I've, I've written about it. People have talked about it. Like, if you're a guy like Bogey, you know, who has money to offer you more, you know, offer you a substantial amount? What, Atlanta? You know, Charlotte? Right. You know, none, so, none of the big yeah. wigs are really, really uh, putting out. And really, the, the big wigs, when you talk about a, a, well, maybe the Lakers might be trying to do something, but you look at your Miamis, your Golden States, they're all holding out their money for the, for the Giannis for the next year. So yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna like blow any of their cap space. Um, the only one that would do it is Milwaukee because they're trying to keep Giannis. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and the thing, yeah, the about thing about and, with, and actually with that to me, I know my man Tony Jones has talked about it too. That helps good teams who are at the cap because maybe a, a guy who's a good player says, you know what? Damn, they ain't no money out there right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I got to do? I'll take this little vet minimum and go to the Lakers and try to get a chip. I'll take a right. vet minimum deal and go to the Clippers and try to get it, you know, so that, you know, yeah. well, the that, Clippers tried that last year. They just fucked it up. But, you know, yeah, what, what, my, what, what, did, what did Freddie Gibbs say on that uh, Benny the Butcher? <laughs> you know, you get fucked and sit home early at the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> that was un- uncalled for, bro. That like, was the no, line of the that year. Was so uncalled I, I was like, I was like, give them a BET award for that line. <laughs> give them an empty. I don't know if they have the source award. Oh, give wow, them a, bro. Came give them with the ru- chair. He didn't come. With, he, came, he hit him with the kendo stick. He didn't even hit him with the chair. That was that was with my, the kendo my, stick, man. My girl had a problem with me liking that song so much. I'm like, that was my old life, though. That was back, and that was long, long time ago. She's like, oh, one way. Oh, people flying places. I'm like. That was that my happened. past life, baby. That, that was said, my past life. That was the old me. That was old. That was long, long time ago. You know, she's like, "Oh, you like that song, huh?" One way, I'm like, "I like, I like the Freddie Gibbs line about the Clippers." Calm down, you know, yeah, ain't man, about that me. That was uncalled. Man, steel chair, sledgehammer, kendo stick. He hit him with it all, man. That was uncalled for. The man. Clippers gonna get these jokes, you know. Troy, they they gonna get these jokes, so they gonna have to go man. ahead and deal with that. You know, poor Ty Luke, get the job. He they gonna get these jokes just because. I, and I hope they play the Lakers on Christmas and win because the jokes will rain down on them. They'll be like, congratulations, you finally won your championship. Well, congratulations to, to Paul George um, getting engaged. How about that? Okay. Good things do happen for the Clippers. Okay. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't. I have. I have nothing. I have nothing to say to that. But you know, I didn't even know that. Like, okay, uh, you know, you know, Clipper Darrell want to know about that jump shot though. He wanted. He wanted to know why he let Jamal Murray give him that work. Yeah, that that was all bad. But you you mentioned uh, you mentioned Bogey in the cap. So let's get into it, man. Let's mm-hmm. get into it here on J Street Vibe. Shout out to the Be Her platform again. But um, Bogey in in his situation combined with what the the Kings are going to have, what about twelve million dollars worth of cap room with, with everything set now? Does so help me out here because I'm I'm cap illiterate. Like I'm just. People start throwing monies and, and titles around, and I just get lost in the sauce. I ain't even gonna lie to you, Jason. <laughs> what, what, what the does Bogey's contract affect the Kings' cap? Even though he's a restricted free agent, it does because they'll have a cap hold on him, and that cap hold essentially wipes out any money they would have. So basically, they're mm. capped out right now, which is why mm. I've been, you know, which is why you wonder. What do you do with a Bielitsa? Do you try to get him off the books? Do you try to move somebody else? You know, because this, I mean, and that's kind of been the discussion during the summer. It's like, hey, what do you do? Off the the top of your head, my bad, because I don't want to forget this. If if they got... If they got rid of Bielitsa, how much would that add to the cap space? Uh, That'd give them them seven million. About seven million off the the books. I mean, that's a no-brainer. And I, I, that, that's I, a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm not sure if they if he has if if, the, if it's a partial guarantee, you know. But the thing is, that's the one thing Vlade was good for. Vlade was good for that three year where it's two and a partial, you oh, know. Jesus. So it ends up being like a really Damn a, it, like Vlade. Vlade was good for those. Like, so like that's why next year Corey Joseph is like a, is a partial guarantee. Damn. So you know, but uh, which you know, it, which makes them more tradable, you know, maybe for a contender. Right. But, you know, Bielitsa, it's a team option. And you got to remember this, too. Jabari Parker's, you know, probably going to opt Oof. in because he's not going to get $6.5 million I, in the open market. I was about market. to say, what's that, about $6 million right there? Yeah, so, you know, yeah. so, and if you, like I said, and, and that's kind of the problem for the Kings. You know, mm-hmm. money-wise, when you look at these contracts, you, you, you look at Buddy, you look at Harrison, you look at what they're, what they're, you know, what you might be trying to pay Bogey to keep him. You're going to be mm-hmm. maxed out, and you ain't a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it's not like maxed out like we're like, you know, but we're close. It's like we're maxed out. We might be the 13th best team in the conference. Yeah. yeah. You know, That's it's true. just like, you know, what what are you going to do with that? And it's uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting little couple of days after the draft. Because I, I, you know, uh, I know from this, uh, what I've talked to people about Monty McNair, a little bit I've got to know about him. Monty's a guy who's going to take every possible scenario. Monty mm-hmm. would rather throw 100 ideas out and have 89 of them be bad and say, okay, well, let's try it either right here. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. they're going to look at every possibility. And I, and I don't, like I said, I've said before, I don't think for me outside of De'Aaron or, and Marvin, anyone's untouchable. And even in that right. case, it ain't like you would say if you got, you know, it's not going to happen. If someone, if, if Milwaukee was like, we got to give up on this Giannis thing. You guys, one of you would be like, you know what? We're going to hold on to, no, you can't have him. Right. That's not going right. to happen, you know, but really, like I, I tell people, Will Chamberlain got traded. Shaq got traded. Nobody's untradeable. That's Nobody. Facts. That's facts. Well, see, I'm, I'm listening, I'm listening to you here and I'm, I'm doing the math in my head. I'm doing it like the little, uh, the little African uh, kid who's really a grown man who, you know, gets on the calculators. <laughs> I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I'm doing that right now. And I've come to the conclusion, I don't think there's any way you can you can bring back Bogey. I don't care if it's a cheaper price than you expected or not. I don't think you can. And, Jason, tell me if I'm wrong here, 
I don't even think you can do like a sign and trade and, and bring back. If you're trying to have any kind of flexibility, because remember, he talked about financial flexibility, you know, when he came in here. And I think that's the right thing to do. I, I think that's completely the right thing to have. I, I don't see a scenario where you're bringing back bogey and keeping that financial flexibility. I'm just yeah. not seeing it. Yeah, right. I mean, some of their flexibility would come down the road. Like I said, a guy like Corey coming off the books, maybe after mm-hmm. the season, you know, Bielisa coming off the books. So, I mean, you know, and I just think it's it's, it's hard to gauge because we don't know money. I mean, mm-hmm. Vlade was all in on these guys. He was keeping he was keeping bogey. There was no question. Right. So we, we just don't know. And, you know, then next year, you know, and some of the guys that come off the books next year, you know, as a guy like Rashawn Holmes, you probably want to keep. Right. And right. – and the other thing with that is, too, is that some of their financial commitments are to guys betting on the future. De'Aaron's going to get a, an extension offer this offseason, mm-hmm. you know, coming forward. And, and the other thing to remember is this. Both Harrison and Buddy's deals decline in value over the life of them. Like, Buddy's going to make about $25 million coming up. But Jesus. it's like nineteen twenty in year four. And, you know, so, I mean, that's still a hefty sum, but, yeah. you know, maybe that pays off at some point. But, yeah, and this is just going to be, for me, the, what makes it tricky is just not knowing Monty, and, but, but knowing people who know Monty, knowing how the kind of that Daryl Morey GM family tree works. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you don't know what might happen. And I know they're, they're going to value assets, which is why if I, if, if I heard about them trading down in the draft or, you know, doing, I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, that's no fun. I wouldn't be shocked just because that, that's no fun at all. I want to hear about them trading up, not trading down. Oh, are you a believer that some team in the top five, six can't live without buddy? And they'll, <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I definitely don't believe that, but I do think they're see the money is the only thing that, that the outrageous money is the thing that kind of hinders buddy, because I do think that people look at him like, yo, we could turn him into something or he will work for us. But when you bring the money involved, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see a deal there where somebody's willing to take on the money. I just don't see it. Like I said, you got to find without yeah, you, you taking money back. Yeah, you got to find a good team with space. But even then, like I said, if you say you were the Clippers and you look, I would love a Buddy Hill. But dang it, I got two max players. I'm gonna put Buddy Hill that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you know, if you're, you know, you know, that's why everyone says, well, look at Philly, but. You know, Dave Yeager being there aside, I think Buddy would shut up and play because, you know, whatever. But the thing is, do you want Al Horford's contract? Hell no. You know, and, and they always me, try to throw that in there in a the fake trade. No, nobody want Al Horford or his contract. No, stop throwing that uh, in the fake trade. That was one of the weirdest obsessions of Kings fans last year. We can get Al Horford. I was like, why do you want Al Horford? He's good. I'm like, he could, he could get him to the playoffs. No, he's okay. not. Jesus. No, he's not. No, he's not. And that's not a knock on Al Horford. No, not at even, all. Even great at his player, had a great career. Even like, at his cool. best, Al Horford wasn't putting you over the top. Nah, man. Nah. You know, nah. Al yeah, Horford's yeah. who you add when you're close and you got good players and you're about to be there. And I think even the fact that Kings were looking at Al Horford so closely was more of an overvaluation of their talent. Mm-hmm. They thought they were way closer than they actually were. They didn't look at the number of games. They were out of the playoffs. They looked at we were ninth. Right. You know, yeah. but they got and sometimes the best decisions you make are the ones that are made for you. They couldn't overpay and get Al Horford because Al Horford didn't want to be a king. So it wouldn't matter anyway. Damn. Well, Jason, I played this game with, with my buddy on uh, D-Lo and Casey, my man, Damian Barley. I'm going to play this game with you real quick. Mm-hmm. These are yes or no answers. I may ask for you to, ask for you to expand, you know, as, as we go along. But 
obviously nobody's holding you to this because who knows? Like you said, we don't know Monty. We don't know. We don't know a bunch of stuff, right? But I'm a, we're just going to do it for fun. I'm going to say a name. If they're staying or going, you tell me yes or no. If they'll okay. be with King or not. So let's start. Uh, let's give you an easy one. Alex Lynn. Going. Harry Giles. Going. Kent Bazemore. Going. Oh, my gosh. Uh, pause, pause, pause. W- what the hell? What the hell? Huh? We, what, what the, where everybody leaving? I'm just looking at you. Got it. You you got to create the flexibility somewhere, and you can't just you know. God damn. It. I mean, you know what? I, it's, <sighs> it's not me not liking Bays. It's me. No, saying it's not. It. I know. I know yeah, exactly it's, where it's, you're it's, coming it's from. It's me saying it. If yeah. unless you're going to overwhelm him with a big offer, which I don't think they would do. If 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 say if you're offering a vet minimum around there, why wouldn't why would Bay stick and be on a team that's going to win you know. 30-something games maybe when he could maybe take that same amount of money and go to a team and have a chance to get back in the playoffs again. Damn it. So okay. I'm right. that that that's how I'm looking at it. I I, I could I be wrong. You. I wouldn't I, mi- I wouldn't mind being wrong because I like Bays. I like what yeah, Bays brought to the group. But you I don't think really... they need to bring Bays back. Like yeah, but how I'm many six four? You know how many six four guys do they need though? But the, yeah, but that's why I'm letting I'm letting Bogey go. And I know it kind of sounds like I'm letting Bogey go in favor of Bays, but I guess that's kind of what I'm doing. But Okay, we'll get back on the game. You said okay. no to Bays, no to Lynn, no to Giles. Bogey. Gone. So, see, that would mean, it's in my eyes, that would mean they could bring back Bays. Yeah, I'm just operating from the assumption that a veteran is going to try to go somewhere here where he can win. So, here's the other thing that me and Damian have talked about. We've talked about guys like a Kent Bazemore, right? Maybe being more apt to signing one year deals, one plus one, you know, type deals because of the chaotic nature of this free agent period. That That's, is do you, do you see a lot of that going yeah, on I, with, I think, with guys yeah. like that? Yeah, but I also, yeah, I also see a lot of guys saying I can latch on to a Boston, L.A., you know. True, if, if, true. If the, mon- if, the, if the money's not out there, you, you get what you can so you can try to, you know, maybe you win. True. And I think that I think that that hurts the Kings team because now if you're the Kings, if you want those guys, maybe a team can offer one one year five mil and get them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a hypothetical number. Maybe he says to the Kings, "I want nine million instead," mm-hmm. because you know I'm I'm here and this you know and I'm signing up to be part of a rebuild still, whereas I could go for you know maybe equal or a little less money. And you know I've made you know maybe someone like that says I've made my money. Right. So I can go right. somewhere else. So I, that's what that, that's where I'm coming from. You know, just the no, hunch. It's 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 logical. It's just damn depressing. That's all. It's just damn depressing. All right. Here's here's the last one I got for you, and I think I know where you're going with this one based on the fact that everybody's going to be gone. Buddy Hield stays. <laughs> I I just. I, I just, I, I, the Kings have no the reason. The guy to, I've been trying to trade the entire the King, offseason. The Kings have no reason to trade, buddy. There's no reason to trade him. What, because he's not happy? So what? Oh, they got plenty of reason to trade. He makes too much money. Well, so what? Too, you know, you know hey. They the also, reason, they the also reason gave to trade the guy. Him, the yeah, reason to trade him is the same reason nobody's going to take the trade. Yeah. <laughs> But I just think if you if you got to look at the look at the players too involved in it between say him and Bogey, Buddy's durable. Buddy, I don't know, they're about the same age. But, but and Buddy has you know, 
but he already has the contract. So I think that yeah. keeps him in town, you know. And then, but that, that, that's me not. That's me doing that, assuming that who knows what what Monty McNair might pull off. Maybe you move a couple of guys to give you money to keep Bogey, you know, mm. or maybe you say, you know what, why am I putting all this money to a team that's not going to be better than tenth or eleventh in the West? Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. maybe you do a sign and trade. You know, maybe maybe you know they said Milwaukee's interested. What is Milwaukee willing to give up for him? I don't know what they would give you because you wouldn't want Bledsoe. You don't need Eric Bledsoe, right? You know, and I, they're not—they're not trade. You wouldn't—they're not trading Chris Millen or Rihanna. So after that, it's like, well, what do you want? You want what DJ Wilson? I don't know. Bring him back home. You know, hey, you know, but you're not—you're going to trade Bogey for DJ Wilson? I don't, you know, I don't think I don't think you're yeah. going to do that. Right, right. You know, I, I've, I've, you know, Damien says this. You probably say the same thing. You know, a lot of people. Conventional wisdom says the Kings are going to be really, really bad this year. Not really, really bad, but they're just going to be low in the standings, right? Like, like they could be a halfway decent team and still be thirteenth or fourteenth in the West because it's so loaded and all this other stuff, right? Right. And part of me is like, that sucks. Like, I don't want that shit to happen. But as I was getting ready for this draft. Um, the one that's coming up, I I keep hearing people talk about how, like, for instance, nobody is trading first round picks because next year's draft has like eight or nine guys that can change your life. Right. And it's, <laughs> and it's almost like, God damn it. Like, obviously, 14 years, you know, we, we want to make the playoffs or have an exciting season. But if you told me you take one more year of just, you know, bad, bad basketball, and you can get a franchise changer the next year in the draft, hell, sign me up, man. Sign might me as up. Well, I mean, might as well. I mean, because what, what if you do get in next season? What, you sign up to get an ass whooping from the Lakers, Clippers, or Denver, or Warriors? We would, I you mean, know we would sign up for that. You know that. Yeah, yeah I, I know they would. <laughs> you know, and, and, I'm, a, and I'm, a, I'm an anti-tanker. You know, I don't believe yeah. in tanking, you know, but if, you know, if your best effort gets you – you know, gets you the, the 11th, 12th spot in the West. You live with it. You go ahead. And the thing is, you can't, I don't look at it as 14 years. I look at it as year one of Monty McNair. Fair enough. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks. But Monty ain't been at the Kings 14 years. And the the, coach, the other, Luke Walton only been there one year. You know, none yeah. of these guys, have been, there's no one there who's been there it's for 14 years. It's brand new. It's a brand new franchise yeah. damn near. Yeah, yeah. The, the, other, the other way to look at it, um, as well, say say you have just a terrible season. You got the number six or seven pick in the draft next year. I, I know you people will look at it and be like, "Well, these guys have only gotten you thirty wins or something like that." But I feel like you wouldn't be starting from rock bottom because I believe in a De'Aaron Fox and I still believe in Marvin Bagley. So you team him up with a with a Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you're cooking like. Now you're cooking immediately almost. I feel. I don't know. Maybe what that's if not you're, how the NBA what works. If you're, but. What if your franchise player is on the G League of Select team right now? I'm saying. You know, and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, and, and, if they and, and, could and get Jalen Green, I would, I would suffer through 0-72. Yeah. Like, I believe oh, in him oh, don't, that don't much. Say, don't say that now. Don't say 0-72. Okay. Right. I don't think any of us deserves that. You want to interview a guy after loss number 58? Okay, hey, hey, buddy. Yeah, you had a good game, but you guys haven't won a game in three months. I, you know, I, I know, I knew the, Buddy would sound off. I, I knew the, sound I knew off. those Philly writers who were covering those, those uh, you know, process teams. 
they were miserable. <laughs> they were uh, miserable. Yeah, and it, yeah, you're you're probably right. Yeah. I'll take a seventy. I don't. And the math is all bad again. I'll take a twenty-five win team. If, if you told me we're getting Jalen Green, yes, twenty-five wins. Sign me up. Yeah, let's let's see what happens. And you have now. Fox locked up. Like it wouldn't be a thing where oh Fox might leave because you're no good. No, we got him locked up. We signed the extension. Yeah, they building a raising cane. You, you you build a raising cane. So make them a. You know. Where is that at again? Where's that going to uh, be? At? I don't know, but you know. You got to keep, you know, keep Fox happy. Build a raising cane. Keep it way out. Know. Keep it where Fox is at. Then out. I think he's in Folsom or something. Keep yeah, it out get there, it, man. get it by his house. You know, so after the game, he ain't got to drive in and out. He can just go right to raising canes and, yeah, you know, keep, keep, get that, get that out there, man. Keep I don't, the I don't Foxes need that happy. out keep here the in the South side. Keep that raising yeah. canes way out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's gonna be a fluid situation. What's about to pop off in the next week or so? Is about to be crazy and unprecedented for the NBA, and I just want to uh, I want to salute Jason Jones because it's it's going to be crazy. It's going to be you. a crazy time. Good luck, bro. I've been, you know I might have have to send you you know some Red Bulls or something like that. I don't yeah. know, but yeah, it, it's going to get yeah. crazy. My kids were worried about Christmas. I said, "Don't worry, the Kings aren't playing on Christmas." <laughs> that's just that's just the one day your kids will see a day when the kid, the Kings <laughs> play on Christmas. Mark my words. I don't know if they'll be in college or graduated from college, but they'll see it one day. Mark my words, all right? Um, last thing, Jason, last thing before okay. we get up out of here. The Kings, while it's just looking murky on the court and we don't know what's going on, they made another big-time decision off the court and, and one that I love, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Mark Jones, new play-by-play guy for the Kings. You wrote cousin Mark. You talked to him. You, you talked Mark. to him. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a cousin. Couldn't yeah. be. Couldn't be. Right? So, uh, <laughs> you talked to uh, you talked to Mark, man, uh, over the weekend, man. How's he feeling about coming to Sacramento, man? Man, he's feeling good. I'm. I, I put it like this. Uh, I talked to Mark probably on the phone about thirty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. It was a better conversation than I had with the other guy in over ten years. You think? <laughs> you think? You know, I was like, wow, and I was just like, you know, and you know, I don't even like to say that guy's name. How you, you know. You know, how tone deaf you have to be that you're mad that a black man wouldn't defend you for racism. Bruh. You know, gonna call Come it. On, I, man. I, 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 you know, I, you know, I'm, hold on, I'm sorry, let me get back on track. You know, that, I, that just hit my head and pissed me off. Bruh, you gonna call, dude, you gonna call Doug Christie no, a ahead, coward. Get, take, give him, you give gonna, him 30 gonna, seconds, bro. You gonna on, call man, Doug Christie a coward because he wouldn't defend your racist ass. Come on, man. What? <laughs> Yo, man. Hey, Doug, me... tell him, hey, hey, he's my black friend. Hey, Doug. Tell them that, you know, when I said Donald Sterling wasn't a racist, what I really... No, hell no. Go oh, to hell. That dude twisted, man. He twisted for that. Well, what was the one he was defending Ursay to? Talking yeah, about... Oh, uh, oh, yeah. The, yeah. No, the announcer. It was the, the coach announcer. announcer. That's what If it was. they can use the word in music, why Come can't... On, I said, just, just go on the radio and say, I use the word at home, and I'm mad <laughs> because... You. I'm mad because if I say it to you, you're going to punch me in the face. I'm like, you can say the word. Say it. I dare you. And then we'll see what happens, you know. Right. Anybody right. who, that's like me. I, I have friends who were gay or, you know, they call each other certain things that I don't say. That's it's like me saying, how, how come I can't say it? <laughs> and he, he wanted to say it so bad, bro. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. And, you know, he I, wanted, he thank, wanted God, to, yeah. thank God we ain't got to deal with that no more, man. We, yeah, get, you gotta, we get, get a yeah. true professional like Mark Jones back in the building. Yeah, you know, great. You know, this is a great conversation. He's, he wants to be a storyteller. And it was. I thought it was interesting that he said, 
the moment he thought the Kings were a franchise he wouldn't mind being at was actually over two years ago when he saw that happen with the Stephon Clark situation. Mm. That he mm. said, you know what? You know, if they can be like that off the court, you know, they there there could be something there down the road if the, you know if they can get everything going. So yeah. I like it. I like the idea of you know giving some someone with Doug who is um, not going to try to outshine Doug and over and talk over Doug about basketball. Right. You know? right. <laughs> right. You're going. Yeah. I don't. We. You know. He. Uh, Mark is going to let Doug. You know. I think this is going to be great for Doug. It's going to be great for the fans. I think. It's going to be a great, it's going to be, a, I think it's a really good thing. You know, uh, I haven't met one person who has a bad thing to say about Mark Jones. No, no, no Class act, I, man. He's, he's got the respect of all his peers. That's one thing that I look at a lot too. And he's got the respect of all his peers, man. They, they, yeah. they respect the hell out of him. Um, and in this great, business, great yeah. Hire. And in this business, if someone's an asshole, it gets around quick. That's you, right. you, you know, you know who the assholes are in this business. You know, it's, yeah. there's no secret like, oh, my God, I found out that that guy. No, people talk. That's one yeah. thing us journalist folks do. We talk about who does what and all that stuff. So <laughs> I think it's going to be a, a good situation, you know, because Mark still has his ESPN commitments. The Kings have so, to have a secondary person. Yeah, yeah so because of that, they're, they're, they're probably not done with no. Um, hiring or elevating, I don't know. You know, I, I if they bring somebody from the outside, that would be awesome. You know, if they go within, shout out to my man Deuce Mason. You yeah, know, maybe he gets that look too. So they they still got some work to do with that, huh? Yeah, but I yeah, but I think that was just a you know, and I know, I mean, I'm not going to speak on the name that I know they. T- I know, I know people they talk to. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, Mark was a name I hadn't heard, but you know, mm-hmm. kudos. I mean, good hire. You know, good, you know. I got two people all the time. The Kings do so many things right. It would be nice to see them have some success on the court, which would then shine more light on some of the other things they do right. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's just unfortunate. It's a lot of good people who work there, you know, that you don't know about just because, well, like, you know, when a a team gets good, people know the manager, the equipment, everybody knows, they know everybody when a team is good. And, you know, and these guys, they, you know, guys, women, they grind all the time, you know, and yeah. just don't get, they don't get any shine because, well, the Kings have been for the better part of a decade, more of a punchline because it's been, they, they, they were playing that game of anything the Knicks can do, we can do worse. Oh, wow. Wow. Another Kendo stick on the Knicks. What did, what did they do deserve that? <laughs> Jesus. Just be the Knicks. Well, the Knicks did make the playoffs in the last, what, 10 years. So I guess I can't. And they say... might be getting mellow back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what to do with that information. Well, like, look, the Knicks are going to be bad again, and they're going to get one of those franchise changers next year. Or the, or if there's five of them, they'll get the sixth pick. <laughs> Poor Knicks. Well, well look, I, I do want to say this, man. I do want to say this because a lot of people, you know, maybe even to look at me as like a, a, a Vivek apologist or whatever, and I'm not that. But I do believe in keeping the same energy. And every time people um, – kill Vivek for, you know, whatever comments he makes in the, in the, in the article or decisions or whatever the case may be. I think that he should get the same energy with what he's doing right now. What I think he's doing right now is he's trying, he's trying, he's trying to do things the right way on off the court and on the court in the front office. Like he's trying to do everything. Everybody has said you should do for the last, I don't know, year or whatever. And Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. It's not because he was some wild owner doing, you know, doing crazy stuff, right? Like he's 
He's trying to do it. Is is everything that people have suggested that they should do? He's checked it off and done it that way this entire time. So I, I got to salute him for that, man. He's trying to do it the right way. Let's 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 see if it turns into wins. Yeah, he's trying. And people are skeptical. People should be skeptical because the track record has shown that you should be skeptical. But yeah. let's just see what happens. You know, like I said, let's not hold the sins of the past thirteen years or fourteen years against Monty McNair. Right. You know, and people talk about you know young players, young coaches. You can be a young owner and mess up. That's right. You know, you know. That's let's right. not forget, you know, some of the mishaps they had in Oakland, and the, no. let's let's you know, you know, let's trade Monte and then have a you know a Jersey retirement. Shit, the Kings did the same thing. They fired Malone and then had Page's Jersey <laughs> thing. Like, so I mean, you know, may, maybe in some you know some all you know alternative you know universe, the Kings actually will someday mirror the Warriors in some way. I would love so. I would love for that to happen. I would love for it. But in the meantime, we got what we got. All right. And we, yeah, we yeah. Love Look, they got new cool city edition jerseys, though. I like those. You like you fooling with them? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's weird because as long as I've been in Sacramento, whenever I think, whenever I see Sacktown, I think about the Pac line from California Love. I don't yeah, man, think from about the Bay Area to Sacktown. The Bay Area, and, you from know, Oakland, Oakland to Sacktown. Oakland to Sacktown and, back, and back, down. back down. So I always think of Pac when I see those, you know. So. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, this is a cool little jersey. I'm not one of the – it's better than the red jersey. Everybody keeps saying that. The red jersey wasn't that bad. I, I, I just don't – you know, I don't see red when I – I don't think of the Kings and think red. That's just me, though. Understandable. I don't it's think either, I mean, it's either the baby blue, the royal blue, or the, or the yeah, purple. I'm black. not one of those, oh my God, that's the worst jersey ever, guys. I'm not like one of the, no, because there's only the gold jersey. Yeah, the only jersey I ever saw that was the worst jersey ever was the malt liquor king's jersey. I'd be like, <laughs> I was the like, man on a mission joint. <laughs> I was like, why are you walking around looking like Moe and Mabel, looking like a can, <laughs> looking like a special edition can of oldies, like looking like Crown Royal done created a damn beer. <laughs> oh, I was like, I I was like, well, what look, is these Jason, things? Jason, that might that might have been your favorite jersey, though, right? No, no, the Qs don't wear that. It, it had too much gold in it. No, I just wouldn't. Qs wouldn't wear that, you know. It has too much gold. If it was a purple no, one, no, no, we wear gold. But I'm just saying, but that, that, it, 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 it had it, more it, gold than purple, though. Huh? Yeah, but it was a Kings jersey, you know. Well, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that jersey was just so like grotesque. It was like remember it was that, trash. that was, was back so when trash. the jerseys were real loose too. So it was like yeah, it was like man. big. Yeah, I, I just I just remember like uh, Francisco Garcia in this big ass men on a mission jersey. <laughs> I just needed Poor my guy. man. I needed Oscar to come out and rap for him during the game. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was as long like, as as long as we didn't see uh, Mabel's uh, signature. His signature move. You know, <laughs> as long as we didn't see that, uh, like dude did from Penn State over the weekend. What was that all about? Uh, Yo, did you see that one? No, I missed that one, man. I'm, oh, I'm man. so lost when on college football. Go to, go, to, go to Lance Woods' page, man. He got a little commentary on it, man. Okay, I'll check. Yeah, oh, I'll be, boy I'll, from Penn State, a wild boy, man. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be so lost, man. <laughs> I'd be like, man, what is going on? I'm just All I know is that Michigan keep losing to basketball schools. Damn, bro. Damn. Man, Harbaugh Jim Harbaugh. He ain't won a big game since Kaepernick got him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. That, I've been telling I mean, people that for years, no, too. No, I mean, I'm not hating. No, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, dang, really, you, you just going to come out there and lose to both basketball schools? Look, man, I, I tell, I tell people, I've told people this since Harbaugh, since his last year in San Francisco. He's a great culture changer, but he has a shelf life. Mm-hmm. And in the big games, 
he, 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 it's too much for him. The big games is too much. He freezes up. He's, he's not the same guy. He gets, he, he's a perfect definition of what does Zach Randolph say uh, to cuz that time? I'm from where the bullies get bullied. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. Jim's the bully until somebody comes in there and bullies him, and then he he just curls up and goes away. Yeah. And that's what's Our happening in the Big Ten the, now. He's like, he's like the Dale Harris of football coaches. You get him there, he gets you going. Or, or Doug, Doug, Doug Collins. We get you going now. Let's get him out of there. It's time to win. <laughs> it's time to win. You set the table. The, you know, you got us some talent. Get the hell up out of here, Jim. Only thing that's been saving Jim this long is that he went to Michigan. If he, yeah. if he was, you know, if he had graduated, I don't know, from Auburn or something, they'd have fired him already. Yeah, man. Well, you lose the Indiana, and it's, it's about time. It's about yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, and, just need, I just need like another. I just like need Northwestern and Purdue to give him some work. Okay, you know? relax. We 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 don't need to go that far. He's already out the door. We don't need all the embarrassment. <laughs> relax. <laughs> my bad. Right, my man. bad. Well, it, it, that's that's all we got because power is still on a break, and um, I haven't finished uh, P Valley, and they're on a break too. So. That, that's all we got right now. now. You got to get caught up, man. Yeah, I do, man. I do. I got to hurry up before the season starts because then it's going to get real crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's all we got, man. Uh, J Street Vibe. Shout out to Damian Barling. Shout out to the uh, Be Her platform um, for putting us on. Shout out to our super producer, Rob. You know what I'm saying? Big ups to him. And mm-hmm. uh, you can find me every Monday through Friday, ESPN 1320. Um, if you're in Sacramento, you can listen on in your cars or you can go to the radio.com app. Looking for the ESPN 1320 uh, station. Check us out 12 to 2 every day. And then check us out on draft day because it's getting real crazy. All right. We're going eight hours. You're going to, you damn near might hear a J Street Vibes episode that day on ESPN 1320 because we got eight hours to fill. Just going to jump in, just jump in and, you know, (laughs) and I got to come on later because November 17th is Founders Day. Shout out to the Cubes, you know. You know, and I, you know, I know we, you know, we still in lockdown, but I get lit by myself. But I got this walking <laughs> boot on, so I can't do too much. Yeah, yeah, chill, man, chill. We, we, we need, we need you to, to, to come back and and be able to walk on your two feet. So just relax. Yeah, don't. My kid, my kids were kind of scared because they was like, "Why is Daddy hopping around on one foot? What's going on?" You know. So, but get well I, soon, Jason. Get yeah, well. So where, where can the people find you while you're, uh, while you're hobbling around? Where can they find you? theathletic.com you know got some stuff coming all the time got some other stuff got some features coming up too this you know not necessarily kings related well kind of kings related but you you know i think you know some folks will like you know what i, what I got coming up you know it'll, it'll be some it'll be some good stuff it'll be basketball but not basketball okay all right i'm gonna be i'm gonna be peeping for it for sure man so yeah man that's all the time we got i'm kenny Carraway. i'm jason jones we're up out of here the nba's back baby let's go